Coming up, Nick Pavetta and Garrett Cole shut down lineups on the mound. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our Locked On MLB hosts here. They're going to recap everything for you from yesterday. The Red Sox saw their pitcher go the distance in last night's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. A complete game has become a bit of a rarity in baseball, proven by the fact that the Red Sox hadn't got one from a starter since 2019 before last night. Nick Pavetta broke that streak and more importantly got Boston the win and locked on Red Sox went over everything for you post game. If I told you at the start of the season that Nick Pavetta would be the first Red Sox player since 2019 to throw a complete game for Boston this season, you'd probably think I was a little bit crazy. Well, that's exactly what happened Wednesday night in Boston's 5-1 win over the Houston Astros at Fenway Park. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox. And for the first time this season, the Boston Red Sox have won two series in a row. Nick Pavetta was absolutely electric. The story of the game, a complete game two hitter, no walks, eight strikeouts. The Red Sox desperately needed this. Nick Pavetta needed this. And now the Red Sox get set to welcome the Mariners for another set at Fenway Park. Jake and I are going to break down this game. There was some good offense too, but the story of the night is Nick Pavetta. We will do all of this for you on Thursday's episode of Locked on Red Sox. The Astros offense exploded on Tuesday and our Locked on Astros host suspects that could have contributed to the letdown last night. Locked on Astros gives his analysis. Sometimes after scoring so many runs, 13 runs with five home runs in one inning and six homers on a game, you're going to have a little bit of letdown. And then you have a pitcher like Nick Pavetta come in and with a five ERA, and he's going to shut your offense down. And that's exactly what he did with the Houston Astros. And the Astros made a couple errors in this game. Luis Garcia was not as sharp as he's been in the past. He gave up three runs with three walks, but he wasn't uh, overall terrible. But it was the errors and just the Astros' lock, lack of offense. Pavetta pitched a complete game. Uh, it had eight strikeouts. And the Astros, uh, other than Jose Altuve's leadoff home run, they had no shot in this game. And there's a lot that happened, but not a lot of effort and uh, offense. So that's what we're going to talk about on this edition of the Locked on Astros podcast coming up. So check us out. Well, the Astros won their fifth in a row on Wednesday. The Orioles lost for the sixth straight time after falling to division rival Yankees again. Lockdown Orioles says some bright spots made this loss a bit easier than some others in this streak. Well, make it six in a row for the Orioles. They fall three to two to the New York Yankees on Wednesday night. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked On Orioles, and this one was okay. Jordan Lyles was was really effective. Seven innings, two earned runs from Lyles just mowed through the Yankee order after a really rough first inning in which he gave up all three runs. But 
Shout out to Jordan Lyles for this one. Orioles bullpen through two scoreless innings. They just couldn't hit the ball once again. O's got two in the sixth. That was it. Now, they did hit the ball a lot harder in this game, which was good, but still came up with two runs. Back-to-back one-run losses to the Yankees certainly do hurt. But at least shout out to Jordan Lyles. I mean, definitely a, a good day for the veteran righty. The O's will try to break that losing streak in a day game on Thursday, but I'll break it all down, all of Wednesday night's action, on Thursday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yankees has been an automatic win for about the last month, and he stayed hot in shutting down the Orioles. Locked On Yankees says Cole has erased all doubts after a slow start to the season. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the reports of Garrett Cole's demise were premature. He's now 4-0 on the season with a 2.89 ERA. In his last five starts, the Yankees are 5-0. His ERA in those last five starts, 1.67. Now, he gave up two runs today on six hits, did not walk a batter, and only struck out five. And I say only because it's Garrett Cole, and you know he likes to strike people out. And he didn't record his first strikeout until the bottom of the fourth. But he struck out five in a row. He struck out the side in the bottom of the fourth, and then he struck out Odor and Mateo in the bottom of the fifth. So it was an interesting game. Yankees won on defense and base running because they scored two runs on a wild pitch. And if they hadn't done that, they could have lost tonight's game. So this team is finding different ways to win every night. They've now won nine consecutive series. So I will have a recap of this game and a recap of Thursday's game on the next Locked on Yankees, because it's an afternoon game, which means you're going to get a post-game extravaganza. The Giants have dominated their games with the Rockies lately, with 12 straight wins going into Wednesday's game in Colorado. The Rockies finally ended that streak, and Locked on Giants tells you how San Fran finally switched it up against Colorado. Giants unable to win their 13th game in a row against the Rockies, but all in all, they do take two out of three in Denver. Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. Logan Webb a little bit shaky in the first inning, but man, did he settle down. He ended up pitching into the eighth inning. He allowed a leadoff hit. They took him out, and then, you know, some runs came in to score. That's Coors Field. It's going to happen. The Rockies are going to score runs in Denver. To me, the focus of this game and kind of why they lost this game was that they only scored three runs themselves. The Giants had opportunities to break this game open. They had a bases loaded situation. They had leadoff doubles. And in many situations, they could not continue to add on and drive in runs. And so all in all, a frustrating loss today, but a nice series in Denver, taking two out of three and a 500 road trip. You have to feel at least pretty decent about that effort. So We'll break it all down. We have a podcast coming out in actually just a few minutes on Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. Coming up, the Rangers finish the sweep of the Angels and Phillies get their revenge on the Padres. This is Locked on Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked on Now is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. They're all made with 100% real chocolate and their new Built Bar Puffs have protein infused marshmallow. The latest flavor is brownie batter puff. And trust me, you just want to go try it. Head over to Built.com. Use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Just put LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. The Rangers beat the Angels for the fourth straight day as we continue our look around the league. Let's go around the league. 
Shohei Otani was throwing heat on the mound and the Angels had a lead in extra innings, but LA still lost and got swept by the Rangers. Locked on Rangers and Angels reviews the final. I am an absolute idiot and also a genius. Nathaniel Lowe walks it off for the Texas Rangers mere seconds after I said it would be nice for him to prove me wrong after all, all this smack talk saying that he couldn't hit homers. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked on Texas Rangers podcast. And the Rangers walk it off with a home run in 10 innings. Nathaniel Lowe absolutely smacks a baseball down the right field line and out for a six to five win. The Rangers sweep the Angels. They have a four game winning streak. They look fantastic. Another great outing by Dane Dunning. A three hit game by Marcus Simeon right after I said, oh, hey, I'm starting to worry about Marcus Simeon. There he goes, puts in a three hit game. A three hit game by Jonah freaking Hive. Another great performance by Corey Seager who got on base three different times. And Nathaniel Lowe caps it off with a 10th inning walk off home run. Absolutely incredible. Matt Bush blew the first Rangers save of the season, but it did not freaking matter because Nathaniel Lowe is there to prove me wrong with spite and hatred. I will keep talking smack and will make him keep hitting home runs. I don't care how stupid I look. The Rangers are winning baseball games and that's all that freaking matters. The Angels have an opportunity to beat the sweep and get out of Texas with at least one win and they fail to do so. Hey everybody, my name is Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels, and the Angels were trying to get home and get out of Texas and try to get one victory, and we had an opportunity to do that with Shohei Otani on the mound, and he pitched well. Six innings, he gave up two runs, struck out seven, even threw nine pitches over 100 miles an hour. He left the game, and the game was tied. The Rangers ended up going up four to two, and the Angels had an opportunity to come back and win this game. And Jared Walsh hits a late inning home run to tie the game at four. Then Mike Trout comes in in the 10th and hits a ground ball that scores a run. Angels are up five to four. It looks like we're going to beat the sweep. But then in the bottom of the inning, Rysel Iglesias comes in and he gives up a two-run home run to Nathaniel Lowe. And the Angels lose and get swept in Texas. They end this road trip three and four. They have a much-needed day off on Thursday, and then they start a new series on Friday against the Oakland A's in Anaheim. We're sitting in second place. We're still hanging on to hope. We just hope that we're not getting buttercuped. We'll talk all about it on Locked On Angels. We'd love for you to join us. A long marathon of games came to an end yesterday for the Dodgers, and LA finished the stretch strong with five straight wins. With a much-deserved off day today, our Locked On Dodgers host tells you how LA keeps this momentum going into the weekend. Hey, what's your favorite number? My current favorite number is five because that's how many games in a row the Dodgers have won. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. After an ugly four-game losing streak, the Dodgers have reeled off five straight wins, including a four-game sweep of the Diamondbacks playing four games in about 42 hours. And uh, another good solid team win day game on Wednesday, nine hits from eight different players. Just kind of spread that offense around. The big blow was a three-run homer by Justin Turner. But got a lot of contributions from a lot of different hitters. Walker Bueller on the mound didn't have his best stuff, didn't have his best command. And yet he gutted through five innings and came up big when they needed him with bases loaded and nobody out in the in the top of the fifth inning. He get, got out of the inning without allowing any runs, thanks to a couple strikeouts, which is huge. Uh, he was done then. The bullpen did their job the rest of the way, allowing just one run in the last four innings. 
David Price pitched for the first time in a while and looked pretty good. Daniel Hudson got the save because Craig Kimbrell was unavailable after pitching the last two days. And all in all, great team victory. And the Dodgers got through this gauntlet of 14 games in 12 days. They now get their first day off in a long time before heading to Philadelphia to try to get revenge on the Phillies for last weekend. So be sure to check out Locked, Dodge, Locked on Dodgers in the morning. Like you do every weekday morning, we will have everything you need to know about this game. And we'll start looking forward to getting that revenge on the Phillies. So thanks for making it Locked on Dodgers. The Padres shut out the Phillies on Tuesday, but yesterday Philadelphia returned the favor with a shutout of their own. Locked on Phillies and Locked on Padres reviews the revenge game. Now that is what you call getting revenge. I'm Connor Thomas, host of Locked on Phillies. <laughs> Last night, the Phillies get shut out by the Padres 3 to nothing. tonight. Well, they win 3 to nothing. They shut out the Padres behind an excellent effort from Zach Wheeler. Goes seven strong innings. Only four hits allowed. No runs given up. And man, was he dominant tonight. Unbelievable performance from the NL Cy Young runner up. Reese Hoskins with a home run to carry most of the offensive load for the Philadelphia Phillies. And it was just, um, it was all Zach Wheeler tonight. Sometimes, though, you need a starter to step up. And really, the Phillies haven't had that game since Kyle Gibson did it in his first start of the year back in, wow, early May? That might have even been late April. I'm trying to remember. It feels so long ago. Bottom line, the series tied up at 1-1. One to -one. The Phillies with a day game tomorrow, a Thursday game, with a chance to go ahead and take the series win. But what a nice just reversal of fortunes from last night to tonight. 3-0 Phillies take the win. Let's go for the series tomorrow. Well, I guess what goes around comes around. What's going on, guys? Javier Reyes here of the Lockdown Padres podcast. After the Padres pitching with Mackenzie Gore and Mike Clevenger blanking the Phillies in yesterday's game, the Phillies went out and did the same thing to us tonight. Uh, go, the final score being 3-0 thanks to Zach Wheeler, who showed up in prime kind of Cy Young candidate form and you can't really do too much about that bunch of strikeouts from Grisham bunch of strikeouts from Luke Voigt Machado couldn't get anything going for the most part just the offense wasn't as good but Zach Wheeler is pretty dominant when he's on so I'm not as much concerned about that instead today was about Blake Snell making his season debut for the Padres three and two-thirds giving up three earned runs walking three striking out five over 84 85 pitches uh it kind of looked like the bad version of Blake Snell, but it's also, in fairness, it was his first start back. It was against a pretty good lineup. Hoskins takes him super deep at one point. Um, but I will say the slider looked really, really good. He generated a lot of whiffs on it. And like I said, it's still his first outing. So I'm not ready to pull the panic button on Blake Snell yet, even if he did show a lot of the same tendencies, getting behind hitters, throwing pitches he maybe shouldn't be throwing, uh, that he showed a lot of the beginning of last year when he was really, really rough for the team. So we'll have to play it by ear, but for now, it's okay, everybody. Keep the faith and stay tuned to Lockdown Padres. That's all for today on Lockdown Now MLB. Thank you for making Lockdown Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Lockdown MLB and your team's Lockdown Podcast. I'm Kaidani Stevens. This has been Lockdown Now.